Okay, in the kitchen, episode 76, and this is the absent show now because Zach is absent. We when was the last time we had all three of us here? It's been a while, man. Episode two, episode three, maybe? <laughs> what back in back when we didn't have mics? Probably back then. But it doesn't matter. Uh me and Joey are both here. Joey is uh smiling and chipper as always here. But uh we got a lot of sports to talk about, and most importantly, the Denver Nuggets are up three to one in the NBA finals. Round of applause. Denver Nuggets lately. Job's uh, not finished. Job's not finished, though. But uh, I'd say overall mood, better. I think the last time we talked about the Nuggets on here, because we had the Live Tour extravaganza uh, episode last time, the last time we talked about the Nuggets was uh, a little somber. Because I, th- yeah. I think it, it was a after game two, it was a game we expected to win, and we lost. Yeah. But we went to Miami and and won two, so everything's to, better. We're fine. We went to Miami, won two. Uh, very uh interesting games as well uh so game we can kind of morph them into the same games because i feel like they're very feel, uh pretty similar i mean like i think uh game three was uh a little definitely not as close in terms of, like the fourth quarter i think there was a little board uh it was like a 20 point game pretty much the entire fourth quarter where yeah. fourth quarter in game four there was a little like coming back uh at the end there potentially but i think overall both these games uh things i noticed uh Number one, Michael Porter Jr. shooting woes. I mean, let's let's get good. let's get this out of there first. We're a Michael Porter Jr. podcast. We're full supporters. We will do anything for him. We are uh, Michael Porter Jr. stands. I don't care what anyone says. He's our guy. It doesn't matter. Uh, also, uh, on that note, we can't acknowledge that percentage-wise, it's not going well. It's not ideal. It's not what it used to be. Um, it's not the best. Grant, I think in support of Michael Porter Jr., you and I might have to grow like a little soul patch and just rock that for game four. Joey, if I could grow a soul patch, I would, but I am physically <laughs> incapable of it. Uh, if I could, if, I mean, if I could look, run around like Apollo Ono, I would, but I can't. That's just, it's physically impossible, Joey. You, on the other hand, are gifted with great facial hair. You can do that if you want to, uh, if you want to. Power to you, Joey. Uh, I'm physically incapable of doing that. Uh, I'm, I'm my fish. It's just like stringy. It's gross. It's not. <laughs> Maybe it's we not will good. shag some balls for him then. Or gonna, something. Yeah. You're going to have to, this podcast will be flagged on YouTube. If, uh, <laughs> my, if I grow out a, a soul patch, it won't be uh, any good, but no, Michael Porter Jr. And I, I do think the good thing is though, is that he is still shooting the ball. I would be more concerned if it was Michael Porter Jr. Now is only shooting the ball twice a game because he is scared that he is uh, going to miss or something. Him still jacking up shots, I think, is very important because as much as it's like, okay, this guy isn't shooting very well, like maybe let him get shots up, he's still Michael Porter Jr. Like he's yeah, still, I think, like you still have to guard him and give him respect. Yeah, that's a great point. I think it would be worse if he started passing the ball. We wouldn't, we wouldn't want to see that. No, he's still Michael Porter Jr. He's still, yeah. I'm going to shoot every single time I touch the ball. Uh, it was great. Me and Joey watched this game together, and every single time – he jacked up a shot for games three and four. The entire, uh, we were at the same uh, bar for both games. Every single time he jacked up a shot, the entire bar goes silent. There's a hush over the room. Everyone's holding their breath as the ball is soaring through the air. And it just, uh, always just a sigh of like, oh, come on. Like, because everyone's rooting for him. Everyone wants to see MPJ succeed, Joey. And it's tough. It's I think it's like watching It's like watching your kid strike out. It's like, come on, man. We just want you to. But we also know that you're six and that you just, there's no reason that you would be able to hit it out of the park right now. You know? 
Yeah, it's true. If uh, if we're talking guys who who are getting the bar rowdy though, Christian Brown. Christian Brown, he does get the bar rowdy. He's just he's a glue guy. Yeah. He is he's, he's he is the Swiss Army knife of the team. You put him in there, he'll play defense. He's an excellent defensive player. He's been locking his up. I'd say he's up there with I mean, like Aaron Gordon is definitely our our defensive masterclass guy this uh, in the playoffs for sure. Uh yeah. which we need to talk about more by the way what it, he's been doing in the playoffs, but uh he he gets in there and I mean, I know he's coming off the bench, but he's he's an impact player for sure. I mean, he gets in there and it feels like they uh he gets in there in times where it feels like Miami should be taking advantage of it and running up the score a little bit because Jokic is off the floor, Jamal Murray's off the floor. But Christian Brown just steps in there and he's filling the filling that gap pretty easily. Like yeah. I mean, he like he for being a rookie, he's doing unbelievable things. It's incredible. Uh I was he I mean, how many rookies are throwing down slam dunks on uh Jimmy <laughs> Butler in the finals on in, in their first year? That's amazing. I think just one. Just, just one rookie's doing that right. Just now. Christian Brown. Uh yeah. yeah, which it is uh I love the uh they had a graphic that was up. It was like Christian Brown stats. And one of the stats was name pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> it's like pronounced. He, he hasn't Brown. gotten through the column yet. Yeah. Which I know it's Brown. Like if I had a test, if it was on the ACT in the English section, uh, like which NBA rookie in the 2023 finals, uh, with the name spelled B-R-A-U-N, it, what is it actually pronounced as? I would fill in the bubble for Brown. However, no. every single time I see his name, I cannot help but say Braun. I am sorry. And it is <laughs> not a so disrespect hard. to you, Christian. It is that my brain is too stupid. That is as simple as that. Uh, and I think every Nuggets fan can relate to that. I think every person on ESPN can relate to that. It's it's just tough out there. It, it is tough. Speaking of graphics they showed for Christian Brown. Yes, please. Uh, this guy's just a winner. They showed a graphic. He's a winner. Three-time... High school state champion, obviously national champion with the Kansas Jayhawks, and now good. in the NBA Finals. Yeah, I mean, what's That's again, good news if you're a Nuggets? What's fan. knock on wood? I mean, it, it, I I'm glad he's on our team, but jobs not finished. Jobs this not comes finished. out Monday morning. Jobs not finished. Game five and back in Denver. Jobs not finished. Uh, but no, these two games definitely felt good. Uh, Miami Heat crowd was definitely roaring for sure. And hey, look, I mean, I think when they rolled up to game three with the season series tied. I think that that crowd genuinely believed that they were going to win that game, win again and win the finals. I think that they genuinely believe that uh, you could see it. Their fans are passionate credit to them, but also discredit a little bit because in the end of game four, that place was dead empty, <laughs> dead empty. It was, I'm sorry. It's it true. Was. It was Neymar. He left DJ Khaled. He left Adam Ross. Who's in there somehow. He left too. Messi. Messi was there? Newly acquired. Uh, he's going to Miami. He is going to Miami. But crazy Messi stat, by the way. I saw that he, that um, I think it was Messi's jersey sales was like more, it, it, there was more money earned from Messi's jersey sales than there was like entire money earned by Miami FC. Oh my god! <laughs> like it, it, it's that big of a discrepancy, or like he has, um, like he's normally plays in a hundred thousand person stadiums, where basically basically he plays in the big house every single game with Barcelona, or, and then he's now I think playing in a eighteen thousand person stadium in Miami. Oh my god! So it's going to be tough to cram everyone in there. 
but uh, it's okay. But no, uh, Messi, I don't think he was there. I don't think uh, he's in the United States currently. Um, but that would have, I don't know, if he was there, I think the, if he was in Miami the day that Miami signed him, I think that my, Miami probably wins that game. I think that's a difference maker. That, that's a celebrity uh, you have to have at your games. Yeah, him so and Adam this Ross? one's on Messi. Is it on Messi? No, I don't think it's on Messi. I think it's on that. I, I don't even think it's on Miami. I, I think it's just the Nuggets, just their depth, and that I think they're just the better team. Like I don't think this is like oh the yeah. Miami didn't come out to play. Like they're doing what they've been doing. Like I don't think it, like you can look at the stats. I mean Max Struss had another game where he went zero and twelve, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that that's that. Bit. I mean it is a difference maker. But if he was putting up tw- twenty and ten or thirty points a game, I think it'd be, it'd be big. But I mean. It's he's not Jimmy Butler. Sorry, he's not. That's true. Uh, Jokic, I saw his minus six thousand now to win the MVP, which is crazy. I mean, that's just when was the last time that that's happened in, in game <laughs> no, four? No idea. In game four, he's in minus six thousand. Like it's what? Ridiculous. What are what are the chances this loses then? Like what's going to make that lose? Obviously, if they don't win the finals, they're not going to do a. Uh, <laughs> that'd, that'd be a good way. <laughs> well, they. I mean, they've done the Jerry West though before. Didn't Jerry West win finals MVP in the finals he lost? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so that could happen, uh, which that would be the most slap-in-the-face award of all time. Yeah. That would... You have to stand out there during the trophy ceremony? Like, how do they do that? Does it Because they normally give out the MVP before they give out the Stanley Cup or the Larry O'Brien or whatever, right? So you're just alone up there while the confetti is all down there. Everyone's wearing Other T-shirts except colors. for you. And you just got to sit there and accept the trophy. How does that even work? Logistic. That must not be a good feeling. No, that'd be horrible. Uh, so let's hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, but also, like, let's say Jamal Murray averages. What, what, what's if Jamal Murray scores seventy points in the in whatever the game winner would be for the Nuggets? Does Jamal Murray win MVP? It's seventy points. I mean, because he also had a 30-point triple-double in the same game Jokic Yeah, did. he's had a great series. I saw, what was it? It's the most, uh, like, what was their duo stat? It's like most, uh, like, triple-doubles by a combined duo in the finals or something along those lines. This is a good yeah, big stat probably. podcast, something like that. I didn't write it yeah. down. I uh, I also saw a remake of the, you remember the Kobe and Shaq Yes, I tape? saw that going around. I think it's, <laughs> I almost, I don't know. I want them, like, it is... It is crazy to think that there could potentially, like, it, it's crazy to put them on that road because it seems like guys like Kobe and Shaq are so untouchable, right? Especially like that era of the Lakers and that those two together. But I mean, they're doing crazy stuff. They it's are. again, I think even that, that like, I think even as Nuggets fans, like, we're not used to seeing sometimes that success in the Nuggets jersey is crazy. Yeah, that that's a good point too. And I saw another one. It was like um, Kobe, Shaq, Braun. LeBron and Wade or Jokic and Murray. Who? It like was it who was it? Oh, I thought you said Braun instead of Brown. My bad. Did you mean LeBron? LeBron. Oh, yeah. okay. There you go. Braun and Wade. Yeah. And then Jokic and Murray, like start bench cut. And that's right. just not fair to Jokic and Murray yet. Like Yeah, no, I don't think that that's fair yet. And I sometimes I think those start bench cuts things are just trying to make you impossible though for you. I think that's kind yeah. of the point of those. I think it's just trying to put you in a difficult situation is all that really is. Uh, but no, I mean, I'm, ex- it's, uh, man, it, it does. 
as a Nuggets fan, I mean, first of all, the tomorrow when this comes out, the photo of LeBron wearing the sunglasses and 3-1 lead photo will be out everywhere, and Jimmy Butler's going to be photoshopped into it. So is it possible that the Nuggets could blow us? Yes. But do you feel much better being up 3-1 because they're, what, like 140-1 and or whatever? <laughs> yes. You have yeah. to. You can't yeah. be stupid. Like, we can do all the home stuff, but you feel pretty good as a fan. I mean, come on. I mean, what? this is what worries me, though, too, is that it's a total trap that Denver's a nine-point favorite in the elimination game. It's that They're begging for Miami to win that game. Vegas is begging yeah. for it. What have <laughs> we are. learned? What is happening? Really Why are. are we doing that? Uh, that's disappointing. I think that even I don't know, if, if the Nuggets lose game five at home, are you concerned? Um, no. Well, I mean, but it's, yeah, job's not you can, finished. I'm you concerned. Can, yes. Yes. I'll say, yeah. I am concerned. Yes. Uh, here's, I, I saw otherwise, another stat too, where it was the Miami's home record now is horrible compared to what they started this, the playoffs on. I think they're on a similar like Denver train where they were yeah. like we can only win at home. Where with the Boston series and now it's like they're only losing at home because they've lost two straight. I think <laughs> when Miami was going on the run, they had to win two straight at uh in Miami as well to get to Game Seven. And then uh, on the other end, the Nuggets who had won at home, they now uh, that they, they obviously lost to Miami. If they lose, then it's just the script is flipped. Then yeah. it might be, do they lose on purpose? So they, it's easier to get they into. They can go Miami. back to Miami. Yeah. Then it's like, that. this is like technically our home court. It's easier to win here in Miami. <laughs> they might have. Do you think Michael Malone left his suit in the ceiling? Why would he do that? Isn't there a story? Some coach did that. Uh, there is probably is. It sounds familiar. Uh, no. Oh, shoot. What is it? They left some because like, we're coming back to get it. Shoot. Who was that? Yeah. That's definitely a story. I don't remember who it is, but it's definitely a story. If only uh, Zach cared to uh, show up to this, then he would probably be able to tell us, but that's okay. Um, but NBA Finals, I mean, this is – what a time. That's all I can say as an NBA as – as a fan right now. It's just what a time. Like not only is this is the first time we've seen our team in the NBA Finals, Joey. True, true. True. But our team is up 3-1. Do you feel good? True, true. True. But is there a small feeling in the back of your brain? It's like, we still got one more game. Absolutely. And they're the Miami Heat. And it's yeah. Eric Spolstra. You, can you ever count heat culture dead? I don't can think heat you culture can. die? I um, mean, maybe hmm. if we win this next game, it might be dead then. For the season, temporarily. Yeah. It'll, it'll be smoldering. It, it'll simmer. Heat culture will simmer. It's like the Olympic torch in uh, the offseason. It simmers. It's still, still firing, but it simmers. Um, th- this totally won't come back to bite us at all, but Nuggets, man. Legendary stuff. Uh, it, it kind of irrelevant to it, but uh, is Rocky actually the most paid mascot in sports? Is that true? That's that's what they're saying. He's making $625,000 a year. Uh, the Heat mascot should probably be making more now after getting yeah, so knocked he, out by Conor yes, McGregor. So he got, what did, he, did he break like an orbital bone or something? Um, all I saw was they gave him pain meds and then sent him home. So I don't think it was too bad. That, okay. So he's probably concussed. What were they yeah, thinking? I mean, about? What, yeah. what was the, what was the idea? Can they not just get, what, where is red Panda? <laughs> is she busy? What is she doing? Like they, why, 
who, when they're organizing the finals, they're like, hey, you know what's going to get everyone fired up is if Conor <laughs> McGregor just beats the Knocks crap out, out of mascot. our mascot. <laughs> if he just beats the crap out of Bernie, why not? This could be fun. Hey, you know this guy who's trying to make ends meet being a mascot? You know, your life's already hard enough. What if you just got punched in the face four times by Conor McGregor on the ground? What if? What if? Uh, he uh, got booed out the stadium, by the way. Connor. Connor McGregor. He was getting yeah. booed like crazy. Uh, if you, I mean, if anyone was punching Rocky, I might have to do It's the Mark Wahlberg. If if they were punching Rocky uh, it, and I was there, things would have gone a little differently. <laughs> well, apparently you can do it at Coors Field. Yeah. <laughs> we forgot about that where they just tackled Dinger. Um, we should, then maybe it's a, it's a, this is a, this is an epidemic. We need to stop treat mascots with respect. You cannot punch them. You cannot hurt them. They're, they're just like, imagine it, you went to sporting events, we were little kids, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine you're six and you watch Bernie just get hit rocked at the NBA finals. He just gets <laughs> rocked and then falls to the ground and then continues to get punched. Yeah, that was bad. He took one punch and was down, and then Connor went in for a second one. At what point does Bernie cool, like man. throw up the arms though? Like, at what point is he like this wasn't in the bit? Well, did you see the way they just picked him by his legs and dragged him off the court? <laughs> <laughs> did you see that? Well, it's probably they just grabbed his legs and pulled him off. <laughs> they didn't even they didn't even check on the dude's unconscious. They just dragged they him off like a sled. Yeah. They dragged him off like the the guy like who's dead knee, deer. Knee, the guy whose knees are busted up on a ski slope. They got to sled him away. They just dragged, dragged him. They off. dragged the Bernie carcass away. That's horrible. Is he on the IR? If the game, if it goes back to Miami, can't is Bernie back? I don't know. Like remember when I, I didn't it, realize the Heat mascot was named as Bernie, and so is the Avalanche Avalanche mascot. So theirs is cleverly spelled differently, though it's B U R N I E. Yeah, so it's still it, Bernie though. It's still a little. It's a. It's a it's little like different. Brown and Brown, Christian Brown and Bruce Brown. Thank you. No, that's very smart. Um, but do you remember? Was it the Ravens mascot just got hurt in the fall? He had an ACL tear or something. Oh yeah. And they fake brought him back. If the uh, they like wheeled him out in a wheelchair and he just stood up. <laughs> uh, is that gonna if it goes back to Miami? They're gonna a hundred percent do that. That uh, they're gonna do at the, the beginning uh, of the game. You remember the scene in Fast and Furious where The Rock is uh he's in a hospital bed, he's got a cast on his arm, and then he just gets up and he just extends his arm and breaks the cast. You I hope they're gonna do that. No, I would hope that it's um Undertaker style. He's in a coffin and he just wakes up. <laughs> he just wakes up. I hope it's like that, or maybe I they need literally the Undertaker music too. Yeah, like I hope the grandfather clock. It's like, oh god, that's Bernie's music. Uh, I would love something like that. That would be hilarious. Uh, but if yeah, if that is the case and that happens in a potential game six back in Miami, I don't think the, how do they, how do you win that game? Jokic is good. He's not that good. He can't beat uh, Bernie rising from the dead. Maybe he can. He's the Joker. He is a he's Joker. A, he's a bad guy. He is a bad guy. Uh, I love this series. I uh, I love the feeling of being in the finals. Uh, it is. A little anxious it does make me nervous sometimes, but it's a great feeling. Uh, speaking of which, there's another finals going on in the NHL. Uh, Vegas just went up three one, and uh, it's getting chippy. These teams don't like each other. Yes, I'm start. I'm starting to think that I'm no Sherlock Holmes, but I'm starting to think these teams don't like each other, Joey. Really? 
I'm starting what, to think that they're what enemies. Tipped you off? Uh, what tipped so, you off? Grant? So there was a giant brawl at the end of the uh, of game four yesterday, and it was already chippy before. But have we? I don't even remember. Did we talk even about game three? I don't even Probably know. Not. Yeah, we might. I don't even know if we talked about game three. So game three, uh, Florida won in overtime. Save the season potentially. Uh, Florida is undefeated in overtime in the playoffs, which uh, I don't know if you know anything about playoff hockey. That's a good stat to have. That's Just almost get it to overtime. That's a great stat to have. Just get it to overtime. That's all they have to do. Uh, and they almost got it to overtime. Not really, actually, uh, in this past one. But uh, the overtime instead was them fighting the Knights fans, uh, not the fans, fighting the Knights players uh, after the game was over, which is always good. Let's get as many guys injured as possible. <laughs> When the game's not even on, that's a great idea. Um, Good idea. And I'm sure there's stuff. It's like the emotions and stuff. It's like a like guy behind in the podcast, like doesn't know what it's actually like. But I mean, that that's just what I think. That's just what I think. I'm not, I'm, there's a reason I'm not in the NHL, guys. There's a reason. <laughs> I'm there. There. Uh, Chuck is built differently than Grant Allen, right? Than the that's soft true. podcaster. Okay. There's a reason, right? So that's why I'm allowed to say these things. And Tuchuk is allowed to make millions of dollars and, and uh, play in the NHL. That's how it works. It's that simple. Uh, okay. I would love to see the Panthers win another game, though, because it is super entertaining that they hate each other. I love it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe if this is probably good, though, if uh, Brooks, if if it's going to game <laughs> seven or game six and Brooks is the U.S. Open, I mean, I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, that. If if you're a Brooks fan, this might be good to get both these series over with. Yeah, uh, today was a tough day though, Joy. It's a tough day. Uh, I am a self-proclaimed Roger Federer fan. Uh, I believe him as the greatest of all time tennis player. Is who I grew Uh-oh. up on. Uh, he's been retired for quite some time now, uh, or I guess eight months. I'd say he technically retired in November, but he wasn't playing. He, it hasn't been prime Roger in three years. Uh, Today, Novak Djokovic won the French Open, and it's it, if you're a Roger Stan, this is a tough one because it's the goat <laughs> argument. It was pretty split. I feel like for a while, for a good two years, yep. Novak's rising up there, and it doesn't look like he's stopping. He might win thirty Grand Slams. I, it's like no one even has a chance of stopping him. Rafa's the only dude who has a shot anymore of beating this guy, and he just he's hurt. He has a broken foot, and he's gonna retire soon. That's and tough. Novak's younger than them, and he looks stronger. Oh my gosh! I know you're I a diehard I, tennis I, fan. Yeah, I, I can't really you know comment all on this. about this. Not too sure what's going on, but that's tough for your goat debate, there, Grant. I'm sorry, man. It's starting to get tough. I'm still going to defend Roger today. I don't care if Novak wins 50 Grand Slams. I'm going to defend Roger. Like, so what is. are some redeeming Roger qualities that you can lay out there? The uh, Roger, uh, his hair, shoe. his hair is perfect all the time. Oh, okay. Uh, he's the most handsome, best smile, okay. twinkle in his eyes. <laughs> uh, I believe he has the most ATP tournament wins of anyone. Mm. I believe that is that. Also, I think he, it's like the the best defense for Roger is that kind of like, you know how it's Jordan and LeBron, but it's not Bo Russell, but Bo Russell has the most championships. Yeah. It's like, let's talk about Roger's dominant era. How about that? Let's talk about that. And it's tough, too, because uh, for a while it was Rafa was the king of clay, right? Like, he's the only dude that's mm. basically won the French Open for the past 20 years, basically. Uh, besides him and uh, Novak have won it as well. 
but they've only won one. Now Novak has two, but now that if Novak's able to rack it up on other surfaces too, it's it's getting tough. It's getting tough out here. All right, I don't. I want to for the goat debate. This is like it's like if LeBron won twelve championships. That's what it's like. That's what it feels like right now. It's like if LeBron won twelve oh, that championships. Can't be a good feeling. And then LeBron announced he was going to play for another 10 years and that all the other teams were replaced by fourth graders. And he was just going to steamroll the rest of them. Uh, So like Tom Brady. No, because Tom is... Who's even close to Tom Brady? In what? Just uh, most championships? Goat. Oh, in just NFL goat? Uh, I don't know. Like, we know one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. About it, no, I don't know. Uh, who's the uh, who's the kicker for the uh, the Colts? Um, what's his <laughs> Adam name? Vinatieri. Adam Vinatieri. That's my goat. That's <laughs> He's my, that's my most Adam, points ever. Adam Vinatieri's my goat. Yeah, show me the points. It's that simple. Uh, but no, so that's that's what it feels like uh, right now. So it's a tough day. Uh, I'm happy for Novak though. He seems like a very genuinely nice guy. Um, he's got his his two kids were celebrating with him, so I'm sure. But for us, Roger fans, it's it's tough. And, it, and in tennis, they're so nice and respectful too. Like, oh, congrats, Novak is all this stuff. If I'm Roger or Rafa, I'm like, dude, like, I got to tweet and congratulate this guy again for the 23rd time. <laughs> dude, we, we get it, okay? We get it, Novak. You're good, okay? We get it. How many times do I got to tweet at you and congratulate you? This is getting ridiculous. Joey, there's two more slams coming up this year, the U.S. Open and the uh, Wimbledon. I don't see how, who's going to beat them. He's going to end the season with 25 Grand Slams. You know how hard that is? It's uh, only four of them a year. That's tough, man. That's He'll be like, he, how many? He hasn't been in the, he has, I think he has 15. But if they had, or Jack might have 15, I'm not sure. The, the U.S. Open has kept him out for a while because of the vaccination thing. He's Novak's Djokovic. <laughs> so he hasn't been allowed to play in the U.S. Okay. They lifted it now. So now he can play. He's coming back to take another one. He's just going to win as many as he wants now. This I don't true. know. It's um, it's unbelievable. I know you. I know you're this quite upset. News. I know you're this quite. This, I know this has been on your mind all day, Joey. Uh, but this is tough. I mean, and what's crazy too is with Novak is he's addicted to, and when I say addicted to, I do not mean this lightly. He literally does it every single important match. He always lets whoever he's playing go up crazy good early in the match. Today, uh, Casparetta, I believe, was up 4-1 in the first set, which uh, I'm basically speaking Spanish to you, Joey. Let's say that's going out to a that's t- t- 10-0 lead in football in the mm. first quarter. Okay. But then Novak wins the game 55-10 every time. <laughs> he does like, every time. Uh, he won it three straight sets. Oh, my gosh. In the finals. This is supposed to be the best dude. He always like looks. And, uh, and every time, I'm such an idiot. I'm such an idiot every time. I know it's coming. Sometimes he even loses the first set. I know it's coming, Joey. And I'm like, someone's going to take Novak down, finally. And we can still root on Roger. And, I, and I'm, I have the tweets all drafted up of Roger would have never done this. Oh, yeah, you lost to Casper Rudd. Roger would have never done that. And then he just crushes him. He crushes him every time. He does it just to torment me. That's probably what he's thinking in his head. Like, Grant Novak, Allen's got tweets ready. Yeah, no, Novak Djokovic, is my, he's my Duke. Oh, he's my, he's my current K. Duke. He's my new Coach K. Except he's actually like a really great dude and really nice. And I'm sure Coach K is too sometimes, but sometimes. What's harder to pronounce, Shashevsky or Djokovic? Uh, Coach K. 
for sure. Uh, but that's my tennis complaint. We're gonna have to. We're gonna talk a lot of tennis here soon in July when it's the only thing to talk about. You better you better get your tennis ball cap on. All right, we're gonna be right, breaking down do some research. We're gonna be breaking down Wimbledon like you've never seen. All right, <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of Wimbledon talk coming up here soon. Okay, all um, right. I would love to. Uh, uh, French Open though, great tournament. We'd love to go there sometime. We need an American to win one of these soon. What's Taylor Fritz doing? I hope he's in the Batcave training. He's ready to win one. Francis Tiafo, these guys. I hope they're they're ready to win a Grand Slam here soon. Francis Tiafo's an American dude. He is. He's from Maryland. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty good. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, other sports though too. Nick Taylor, Canadian, wins the Canadian Open just a few hours ago. Uh, pretty impressive. One on a seventy-two foot eagle putt. Wow. Walk off eagle. Crazy. Like, uh, crazy thing. What is it like, Joy? I was going to say that's like half the distance of some of the par threes we played, but uh, that's not true because it's 72 feet and not 72 yards. Yeah. So, well, it's funny you bring that up. On this course, there was a par three. Uh, it is 290 yards. That's insane. That's crazy. Uh, I would have to, I would guess, I would get an eight. On that hole, I'd be five over just on that one hole. Uh, crazy stuff there. Did I watch every minute of this tournament? No, no, no. I didn't. I'm sorry, it's the Canadian Open. Okay, I didn't. Skin I... for the U.S. Here's what I know though is that uh, fellow Canadian teammate Adam Hadwin, hope I'm pronouncing that right, got absolutely lit up by a security guard on the green <laughs> after Nick Taylor's uh walk off there he was spraying champagne ready to ready to uh he's spraying champagne ready to celebrate and it looked like you remember you know that clip of sean taylor hitting the punter in yes. the pro bowl yeah that's basically what happened on the green moments after <laughs> did he think that i think he did he think it was some fan or Probably. something running in there like the, he i think he finished decent in the tournament i don't think he did that bad like you've only been watching them all weekend. It's a Canadian Open. Uh, he should have. He should have had a badge or something. Come on. That's that's kind of the funny thing about golf is you get these guys like you get someone who's like tied sixty fifth, and it could just be a guy from this. It, oh, it just looks like him. any other guy. If you asked me to draw crowd. Adam, if you asked me to draw Nick Taylor or Adam had one from memory right now, I couldn't do it. <laughs> couldn't do it. No clue. Right? Yeah, I got no clue what that is. Uh, it's. Yeah, I I do love though that he got tackled at the same time though. That's hilarious. That's so funny. That's so funny. How and think about too if if you're the uh, if you're the security guard. First of all, you get to put that on your highlight tape. If security <laughs> guards have highlight tapes, you're like I will light up everyone at any cost. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you have the bottle of champagne. I'm taking you out. It doesn't matter. Uh, Adam Hadwin though, if he wins it the Canadian Open next year. This is the beginning of the championship DVD getting tackled at the, at the end of the <laughs> tournament because no one knew who you were. Ultimate uh, comeback story. Like if you, how would a fan get a giant bottle of champagne? How would they do that? How would, there's grandstands around the 18th hole. How would they get there so fast? <laughs> maybe they stashed it. They were, did, they were like titanium. They buried it. Maybe, did, maybe him and Nick Taylor have a little beef. They were like, oh shoot, let's tie. Um, he was like, hey. Like, I'm going to win this tournament right now on this hole. If Adam Hadwin is within 100 yards of me, you light him up. Light him up. <laughs> you paid You're Ray Lewis guard. coming across the middle. Light him up. Uh, 
But no, that was, and it was a form tackle too. That guy's not Canadian. He's from he's Louisiana. American. That's a form he's, tackle. He's not he's from that, Canada. He's got right. that Arkansas blood in him. Oh yeah, he was ready. This was his moment. I think that that's every security card's dream though. Absolutely. You just get to light someone up. Like, remember when they were doing those uh, protests in uh, the NBA games where they like, gluing their hands to the rims or like gluing their hands to the floor? And that one guy, he was sitting right behind the two uh, the two ladies that went, and he just had eyes on them the whole time. They got two feet on the court, and he just lit them both up. Yep. I think that's every security guard's dream. And this guy fulfilled his dream. So congratulations, security guard, the real champion. Of the I think he's the real winner of today. They should probably. give him the trophy. And the purse. Do you think they have to? Are they going to have a, a a written like notes app post apologizing to Adam Hadwin? He's <laughs> like the Live Tour would have never done this to me. Live Tour <laughs> would never have tackled me on the 18th green. Is that what would is that what would have happened at the ninth green at nine? Maybe. Is that what would have happened? I don't know. I think uh, the Live Tour actually might do that though. If, the tackles on purpose though. Yeah. Poor uh, golf more exciting. Yeah, we're just gonna have one guy get tackled every yeah. round, and then our uh, mascot's gonna get punched in the face by Conor McGregor. It's golf. That's golf, golf baby. That's golf. Uh oh. Speaking of golf, though, did you see Bryson DeChambeau was on like CNN talking left? He was. I uh, I know he's a golfer, right? But if you're on CNN, you're on the news. Like I don't know what he was doing before. He's probably finishing up around practicing. You don't gotta wear your, your golf golf clothes on the news. <laughs> <laughs> on the news. What are you doing? That's a step up though from his stupid hat that he used to wear. He was At least wearing he doesn't a wear that hat. anymore. He was wearing a normal hat. I haven't seen uh, them him wear that since he was big Bryson. He hasn't worn that hat since he said that Augusta was a par sixty two. That was that was just foolish. That was dumb. That ended his career. Why did he say that? You can't can't trash Augusta like that. You know the golf gods are going to come after you. How would you say that? Uh, but no, I was like, what? Are you? It's like eight a.m. You know, Bryson comes on the news. What? Why are we? Why are we dressed like a? a you know, why are we? Why, why are we dressed like the Under Armour uh, mannequin right now? What are we doing? I'm sure he's got sponsorships. Got off the course. <laughs> we, like, I don't know. If I was on the news, I'd wear a suit. That's what I would do. It's my one. It's my moment. Golf clothes. I don't know. And it's like, <laughs> do you think they told him beforehand, though? It's like, and this is such a Colin Cowherd thing to ever be mad about this stuff. But do you think they told him beforehand? They're like, hey, um, the CNN people are talking to him like, hey, actually, just wear your golf clothes so that people really feel like you're a golfer. Well, did, so was he wearing golf pants or was he wearing shorts, too? Uh, I don't know. It was neck was up. Was it just his so, neck up? Okay. Yeah. It was typical CNN four panels. Or typical like news uh, four panels, you. like yelling over each other for an hour, uh, talking live. But it was crazy. I didn't know that that would be like – I didn't think it would be like national headline news. news, national news. Like I know we're in a pity about it, but I mean I, I thought there was other stuff we got to talk about. Wait, we're not national news, Grant? The live tour? No, you and me. Oh you know, no, we're not. No, oh. <laughs> if, they're, if they're covering, if they, if you go on like, if it's uh, the seven o'clock hour and they're talking in the kitchen pot, and then we have crumbled as a country. That's headline <laughs> news. We've crumbled. This country is lost. Then it's time everyone go move to Canada. It's over. Uh, then the Canadian Open has become the best tournament in golf. I don't know if you saw this, Joey, but the Big Ten schedule is officially changing. 
Big Ten West. This. this will be the goodbye tour of the Big Ten West this year in 2023. The last year of it. We're going to have to appreciate it. Um, I like the future of the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting, but it is a little like, you know, sometimes you got to grow. Sometimes yeah. you got to say bye to the things that are good. And when part of that's the Big Ten West. Some interesting things on there. I'm selfishly going to talk about Iowa a little bit. Uh, Iowa schedule, stupid hard 2024. What are we doing? We've got at Ohio State, uh, at USC. Tough. I think Michigan's on there somewhere. And UCLA. UCLA is coming. UCLA is coming to Kinnick Stadium, though, which is fun. If that that game is scheduled earlier than October 20th, crime to humanity. Crime. It's a crime. Big 10 rigged. Big 10 rigged for sure. Every game that, and this is for viewership, by the way, take notes uh, on this Big Ten. Uh, I know you're big listeners of this podcast. Take notes, Big Ten, for viewership. Every game that USC or UCLA plays in the West should, or a team that was in the Big Ten West, should be in as late in the calendar as possible. Except for UCLA should be during rivalry week, USC, UCLA should be uh, during that time. Every other game should be, if USC, I saw us playing Northwestern. That game should be November 1st. It should. <laughs> it should be as cold as and windy as possible. That is what the fans want to see. They want to see the shiny red and gold play in four inches of snow. That's what the fans want. That's what the fans want. They've never seen that before. We've seen we've never seen that before. Uh that's what the fans want. 2025 schedule. We just you you could. This is just the same schedule they had before. We didn't change anything. They, they just it went right back to do. It gets better. They just went right back to the, no. They just went right back to the same schedule we do now. We don't. There's no changes. <laughs> they didn't do change anything. We just went right back to playing all the West teams. We <laughs> didn't change a thing in 2025. They just went back to doing the same thing. Crazy. Um, but here's how it works, Joey: is you have protected games, and I think other conferences are going to switch to this too, uh, eventually as they, they continue to grow. Like if the SEC takes Clemson and Duke or whoever they uh, they probably want to take, I think that they'll eventually switch this too, where you have protected rivalries, protected games each year, and you rotate the rest. Mm-hmm. Iowa has three rivals: they are Nebraska, yeah. Wisconsin, and Minnesota. I don't think that that's too surprising. <laughs> Why do we're the only team with three rivals? Why are we everyone's rival? Why do we have the most protected games? What are we doing? That could be worse, though. It could be you worse. You could get Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan. That could be your three rivals. Well, it's good. no one's amped for, like, Ohio State. That's not a rivalry game, though. People like the rivalries. People right. like Ohio State, Michigan. People like Florida, Georgia. People like the rivalries, the ones of history. If you're uh, If you're talking wins, though, on a season... At least in the current state of college football, you might have lucked out there for three protected games. Yeah, I mean that that is pretty good. Uh, I mean, I think Wisconsin's going to begin. They have with Fickle. I think they're going to be getting pretty good. And then we don't know with Matt Rule. I mean, PJ Flex is a good coach. Those will be good games, and especially if you can win them, those are good wins. Those are quality wins. Yeah, uh, and it's good to keep that. Those are fun rivalries for Iowa. I wouldn't say either of those are Iowa's biggest rival or anything. I like. I think personally, and there was a debate going on about this. Like, I I care more about beating Iowa State than I do Nebraska. Sorry, I do. Sorry, I do. That's how that makes that's, sense. that's how my brain works. I do. Like, do I want to beat Nebraska? Sure. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't like them at all. They're number two for me. It, but I would rather beat Iowa State every year. Um, so you still and 
uh, as long as uh, the Big Ten is doing out-of-conference games, or the requirement, I'm sure that'll be there. But yeah, um, so Iowa's three rivals. Penn State, no rivals. Penn State doesn't have a rival? No protected games? They're just the worst. They could just play... They they should schedule... uh, They should do their whole schedule one year. No Big Ten teams. None. They should just play Notre Dame like 13 times. They should. I would love to see a seven-game series between them and Notre Dame. <laughs> that would be great. That'd be fantastic. That should be their rival is Notre Dame. It should be. That would be fantastic. Uh, I would love to see that happen. Uh, but no, I thought it was weird. Penn State. Like you could have given them like Michigan, Ohio State. One of. Them. I know that's not like their rival. Rutgers. Give them. Give them anyone. <laughs> just one game is protected. Maybe it develops into a rivalry. Maybe Penn State Rutgers becomes the biggest rivalry known to man. Who knows? They could. They should like just give them anyone protected. Penn State Maryland make it a lacrosse rivalry. Who cares? There you go. I thought it was weird, uh, but no, I think that it will be. Uh, I like the scheduling. I think it's good. Uh, I think the way that they're doing it. Nebraska crazy hard schedule in twenty twenty five. By the way, they play everyone, and they're all on the road. So uh, Nebraska tough schedule. I just want to point that out. Uh, but no, that was a big, uh, big comeuppance in the, uh, and people are mad that USC and Ohio state aren't playing each other in 2024. Uh, I'm assuming that that's because they think that that's could potentially be the big 10 championship. I'm not sure how it's all going to work, but I'm obviously rooting for Iowa to get there, but there is another scenario that someone on Reddit discovered where there are multiple ways. Cause there's so many teams now. Yeah. Where three teams each in 2024 and 25 all can go 12 and 0. Multiple ways. With happen. Yeah, wow. There's like 18 different scenarios where three teams go 12 and 0. What do you do then? Is it rock, I mean, paper, scissors? I don't know what they they should do. A it's they should make it a really obscure stat. Like it should be longest field goal. They should do gets in total yards. Most punts combined of punts. Yeah, that's most yeah. punts gets in. <laughs> most punts gets in. That should be the tiebreaker. That's the only reasonable stat I can think of that would get you there. Most punts. Most punt most yardage. Dinks. Field goal dinks. Most doinks. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine everyone just trying to doink in every every extra point? <laughs> It'd be such a skill. It would That'd change be so the game. Cool. It would change it the game. Would. If like if you're a kicker in your high school stats, are like made thirty-five field goals, thirty-two doinks. Just every every shot's a bank shot. You're just that good. <laughs> that would be insane. Two points for the crossbar. That would be cool. Did Instead we just bar- change the game, Grant? I don't think that they're listening to us at the Big Ten, but I hope that they are. Uh, they should hire me. Uh, I will I will save the Big Ten as president. They should hire me to do that. Uh, Baby Gronk got exposed. I don't really know much about that, but that was I feel bad for Baby Gronk. Uh, apparently his dad is more his dad. Apparently his dad's DMing everyone. He has not DM'd this podcast though. We will have baby Gronk on this podcast. (laughs) We will drop everything to interview baby Gronk. What do we ask baby Gronk? Like how's hot wheels? Did you buy yesterday? Have you learned cursive yet? (laughs) Do you know your, you know how to spell baby Gronk? (laughs) What's what's uh what's 15 times seven? (laughs) <laughs> how are your how are the times table what's your, what's your record what's your... on the uh the times tables Ooh, i love those I t- that was my super bowl the time yeah. those, it was like you got a minute how many how many multiplications can you do that was my super bowl like, i would what was the hardest i feel like eight the eight times table was pretty tough oh i remember so the one that was real difficult we had this one 
girl in my second grade class. I remember her name was Sakthi. She was the goat. She would oh, crush everyone. Okay. And then, but her kryptonite was subtraction. She couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. <laughs> couldn't do it. She was, she, she got like 10th place in subtraction. Couldn't do it. I don't know why. I remember it. I was like, we, I was like, what? That was just, you, you knew the, the difficult ones, but you didn't know subtraction. <laughs> you couldn't, couldn't figure it out. She's making all the tough threes, but can't make a layup. Yeah. I'm sure she was, uh, I'm sure she's doing, she's at like, MIT she figured it something. out. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. she's very successful now. Uh, but no, the, I, that's what I would ask baby Gronk, what he was doing. I just, I do feel bad for him, especially now. It's like, he doesn't, you think baby Gronk, a 10 year old is like, let's do a big social media campaign to go on every podcast. No, no, he wants to be 10. He probably wants to play Lego Batman. He wants that's to what, go. That's what I was doing when I was bike 10. with his friends in the cul-de-sac. I was playing Lego star Wars. Yeah. I, we, I would ask him about Lego star Wars. That's what I would do. Absolutely. Uh, I do feel bad for him, though. especially now, like everyone in the world, every big, you, you don't have a chance of getting on with any of the big meal outlets now because all of them have your DMs and getting exposed. I feel bad. I saw he, so he, it was Will Compton is the guy who kind of started all this, right? And then obviously his co-host is Taylor Luan. Baby Gronk's dad DM Taylor Luan like today after all this stuff has been happening was like hey let's get baby gronk on the podcast we don't need will are you stupid (laughs) like what what? why would taylor accept that at all terrible move horrible mistake what are you doing why would you where's baby gronk from are they like some florida people i think i saw dm where it was texas Texas. That makes sense. I guess I'll DM about Texas. But yeah, it's literally everyone. And it's like small media outlets. Like he tried to get a story with like Montana local news. Where's the in the kitchen DM? We will have him on. You both can come on. You both can come on. It could be the, you know how they do the, uh, you go on like 60 minutes. You got to tell your story. You can tell your story on in the kitchen pot. DM us. We will have you on. You can have, you can host the show. You can have four hours. <laughs> All you want, Baby Gronk. <laughs> we could triple our viewers. Let's have Baby Gronk on. Two to six. Two to six, yeah. <laughs> we could triple our viewers. Uh, I don't know. I hope that – could you imagine though, if Baby Gronk actually turns out to be a – I don't even know if you can tell if he's like a, a great player at 10. I have no clue. He's probably just bigger than everyone else. Could you imagine if he's like the next Tony Gonzalez? He's actually no Rob Gronkowski. He's just – phenomenal player but everyone's like i don't know his dad dm'd me in 2015 and asked for a uh an interview for a four-year-old football player (laughs) i don't know like it would be crazy uh i would love to see for the people that do i hope that there is a local news station that did a story on baby gronk because i feel like i've been seeing i feel like i've been seeing like overtime and accounts of baby gronk for a long time now i feel like i've seen baby gronk for like four at least a year yeah I've seen Baby Gronk stuff a decent amount. Uh, and this all kind of, I feel bad because it's all spurred up because he hung out with Livy for like two minutes. I feel bad. Uh, I know. Do you think he's on Twitter himself and he can read all this stuff? Or do you think he has I hope any, not, yeah, man. in the that world that this is happening? Uh, feels bad for Baby Gronk for sure. Uh, yeah. Poor kid. What's his real name? We need to figure that out. I think it's Madden, maybe. Madden? That's the Instagram ad. It's like Madden Samuel or something. Oh. Love to know. Madden. Potentially. I doubt his last name is Madden. That's way too convenient. 
There's no way. Uh, I do. It feels bad for baby Gronk. A couple more things cleaning up here. Uh, this is our uh, update on this week. In no, you were going to do PLL first. Your whip snakes lost. This is terrible news. Diehard whip snakes My... fan. Was it, we lost to Atlas? Is that correct? I believe so. So I've decided this weekend, uh, if I'm going to be a diehard Whip Snakes fan, <clears throat> I need to absolutely hate some teams as well. Okay, um, good. I've decided the Whip Snakes rivals will be the Atlas and the Chaos. So I this is just a terrible loss. I I feel like I've been this stabbed is the, in the this heart. is the this is the game on the year. Every coach of the Whip Snakes has to circle as this is a must win. This is yeah. a culture win that we have to have as the Atlas. Or the chaos. Or the chaos. Preferably, preferably both. That would be great. But I feel like I've got stabbed in the heart this weekend with a loss to the Atlas. It wasn't in a one-goal loss as well. He st- real stabbed in the heart. Don't even know. Uh, yes, <laughs> it was. One-goal loss. Terrible, terrible way to lose. And then uh, <clears throat> my water dogs lost to Zach's Redwoods. Uh, tough one. We blew a 6 nothing lead. Oh, no. uh, got out early, scored a bunch, and then we just didn't score. I th- I don't think that anyone scored in the third quarter. I think they just ran up and down the field. No one scored. Uh, cool to see. I think the lacrosse world is growing though. I saw that opening weekend. They had um, there was like the during I want to say it might have been the Whip Snakes game. They had like seven hundred eighty six thousand viewers at one point, which is good for lacrosse. That's good. You have to handicap it to lacrosse. That's pretty good. That's amazing. I think. Um, one of the most genius things they did, uh, Grant, you were telling me about the 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 bar down beer yes, garden. The the beer garden, yes. The bar the down beer, beer garden. Uh, yes. twenty dollars for all you can drink beer. Uh, it might not be twenty bucks anymore, but I believe it is all you can drink beer. Yes, that is a great way to promote your sport. If you I want know. people to come, well, Joey did. Joey great. did say that he would he would go. Uh, I would attend. He would attend. I would attend. Yeah, yeah Joey. I'd be you there. Catch Joey, and when they come to Colorado Springs, Joey will be there. I might even have a whip snake shirt on. <laughs> can, we, can we get Joey a whip snake jersey? That'd be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Uh, we're going to end with uh, this here, Joey. Is, uh, you missed in the past, we've started a new segment. It's This Week in Journalism. Mm. We highlight uh, a journalism take or an article, and we discuss it. Uh, before, we had Baker Mayfield being the best quarterback since 2000. Uh, we had, oh, no, you were here for... Uh, uh, Mavs workout dick ahead of possible dick pick at number 10. And this one was Don Thomas, <laughs> who is noted college football genius, who I've always said uh, has had his pulse on uh, college football and it knows uh, he's a, essentially a mind reader when it comes to the predictions of college football, knows the sport really well. Released his predicted 2023 Heisman finalist. Can you predict that? Uh, well, I'm looking at the list right here. Okay. So can what's <laughs> let's see if we can, can get I four read for them four. off for you. <laughs> yeah, let's see if we can get four for four. Okay. Um Caleb Williams. Okay. Blake Makes Corum. sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Run rock. He should be up there. Totally cool. Blake Corm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Had a great season, got injured. Michigan, like gonna have a great probably gonna have a great year again. Could easily go to the playoff. They if they don't, honestly, it's a disappointment of a season. Makes sense. Makes sense. Jordan Travis. Great player. Florida State. Watch out. Going to be really good yeah. this year. Great Could player. Good. Um, the fourth one's not on here. I'm going to take a stab and say Drake May. It's not Drake May. No? It's not Drake May. <laughs> Is it? Uh, who else could it be? See, I'm flipping the script on you right now. Oh, Michael to give Penix me... Jr. 
No, it's not Michael Penix Jr. It's Grant's trivia corner. This is, I don't like this feeling. Is it whoever the TCU quarterback is? No, it is not the TCU. The Max Duggan again. That would be, I, it wouldn't surprise me. No, his uh, fourth spot was Cade McNamara, quarterback from Iowa. Wow. And this totally didn't upset anyone on the internet at all. <laughs> uh, everyone totally acted accordingly on this. Uh, I'll say this if Iowa wins the Big Ten, Cade McNamara probably won the Heisman. Yeah, I can that see makes that sense. being a big possibility. That's like, makes sense. Uh, Kate is a great player. I don't think he is. Uh, I think obviously the, I think the part that people are more mad about is the Iowa part more than the Kate McNamara part. Uh, but I'm not going to UCLA. I mean, would they be mad? About what? Him that he's on, on the list. list. Yeah. Um, I think they'd probably still be mad. I think they'd be upset, but I don't think they'd be uh, viral on Twitter, man. I think it'd be like, that's just, that's a bold take. You know? <laughs> but I think that honestly, I'm not going to put it past Cade. I mean, he, he wants to, he's a quarterback on a playoff team. Like he's clearly successful. Uh, we have weapons for him. I mean, I don't think it's, it, what are his odds? Can we, can I place it? What are his odds wow. on, on the Heisman? I would love, I would, why not? Can I'm like, I'm like. Him just make it? Heisman I'm, finalist? Uh, probably not. No, I'm gonna look it up right now. Uh, this is like, hey, this is um, this is uh, Joe Burrow's dad betting on him to win the Heisman, like betting a thousand dollars on him and winning. Did Joe Burrow's dad do that? I didn't he did, know. and he bet to win the national championship. He's that's <laughs> unsung hero of that of that story. <laughs> Joe, Burrow's is dad. Joe Burrow's dad. He won more <laughs> than anyone else. He just won a ton of money. That's so sick. <laughs> and and his son became one of the best college quarterbacks of all time. It's just that's awesome. What Let's a year see. for him! Yeah, okay, he's plus thirty thousand currently. So, if my my twenty dollar investment 30, goes pretty far, yeah, that's a good why not money? Iowa fans, we need to all invest in our quarterback. Right? Think of it as a business. We need to invest in the product. Right? Invest like in Cade McNamara. Maybe T-shirts. Investing Cade, investing Cade, but it's also you're just betting that he doesn't get a long way. He, he doesn't get any of the money because it just goes to <laughs> tra- it goes to whatever sports book you put it on. He doesn't get any money. Investing Cade, and we we use his name on T-shirts, but he's also still not getting any of the money. Investing Cade. This doesn't sound like you're investing in Cade. This just sounds. If like I went, if I maybe you'd put ten on I'll... Cade and then ten into the Iowa NIL. Fun. If if that bet wins, he gets half the money. Oh, that's investing in kids. He gets half the money. That's a good incentive. At FBI don't listen to this. NCA officials don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> We've already had enough trouble at Iowa. <laughs> don't listen to this. I was kidding. It's a joke. Okay, you can DM me off the pod. We can talk about it. But it was a joke. It was a joke. Yeah, I was we'll kidding. Iowa City in the next two months. Maybe if you want to, if it. he wins it. Maybe I drop a, a bag of it could be it is Uber Eats order or it could be a bunch of cash in a bag at, at his house. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. No one has to know. No one has to know. Uh, did you bring That's trivia, Joey? Yeah, I got some players we can uh, we can talk about. You can guess. My guess is Cade McNamara. Uh, no, not not it. Okay. All right, this first player. 
Go ahead. Um, Carolina, Chicago, Green Bay, Carolina. Carolina, Chicago, Green Bay, Carolina. Can I get the years? Can I get, get some 2002 years? to 2018. Okay. Whoa. 2018. Yeah. Long okay. career. Holy cow. Yeah, I have no chance in, in the world of ever getting this right. Uh, is it a quarterback? No. Um, it's on the defensive side of the ball. Do you know this player? I know who this player is, yes. Well, shoot, that was a dumb question. <laughs> Um, defense side of the ball. My brain. Oh man, two thousand two. Holy cow! Okay, you gotta really think. All right, so Miami probably. Uh, defensive player. He's got sixteen year so Carolina, game. Chicago, Green Bay, Carolina. Uh, his most prominent years. His best was probably Chicago. Hmm. Defensive player in Chicago. Um, should I know this guy? Do I know him? Uh, you probably know him. Just give it to me. I have no clue. I, I'm never gonna get this right. This is Julius Peppers. Really? Yeah. Julius Peppers. Julius Peppers. What was he doing in Green Bay? When was he in Green Bay? Uh, 2014 to 2016. Yeah, that will be our show. That is it, Zach. Thank you. Will he ever return? We don't know. <laughs> we are unsure. But uh, we will be back so. on Thursday.